Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. Thanks so much for joining me again this week on our chapter day journey. It's Monday. Off we go. We're in Revelation chapter 4, and it was verses 10 through 11 that resonated with me this morning. It says, The 24 elders lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy O Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. Today's podcast is entitled, Crowns and Surrender. I was speaking at a business conference and struck up a conversation with a gentleman from a company for whom we'd written a proposal a year or two prior to that. In charge of the company's customer experience operations, he told me how much he loved our proposal and how convinced he was that we could actually help them move the needle in improving their serve, their customer service. When I asked why it was then that we lost out on the opportunity, his answer was really interesting. He said, you know, my boss wasn't really interested in actually improving anything. He just wanted a program that would make it look like he had accomplished something without actually having to work, and that would provide him plaques to hang on his wall saying how good we were. You know, there's something innately human about wanting to win awards. Children participate in programs like scouting in which we earn merit badges, and get recognized for our efforts. Children's sports programs dole out trophies and ribbons and medals, and now even championship rings I see on social media. In adulthood, we often continue to chase some kind of tangible proof of our achievements by way of titles and awards. As children, we like to wear crowns and tiaras and pretend that we're kings and queens. I've noticed that as adults, we tend to do the same thing, it's just that it's usually less visible and obvious. This human penchant came to mind as I read today's chapter. Having completed dictating letters to the seven churches in Asia Minor, Jesus calls John up into the throne room of heaven in today's chapter. It is from here that John will be given the visions of what is to come. Now, this throne room vision is not without precedent. Both prophets Isaiah and Ezekiel had similar visions of heaven's throne room, complete with strangely described angels known as the cherubim and seraphim surrounding the throne with endless praise. You can read about their visions of the throne room in Isaiah chapter 6 and Ezekiel chapter 1. The praise in today's chapter is motivated by God's eternal nature. God was and is and is to come. And in God being the alpha point of creation, from whom all things flow and have life and being. Interesting that this is how it begins with God being praised for being the alpha point because the visions provided in the rest of the book describe the omega point to which all things flow to the end before there will be a new beginning. So in this throne room, John describes 24 elders. Now, there are numerous interpretations who they are or represent. Jesus told his disciples 
at the Last Supper that they would sit on thrones and judge the tribes of Israel. That's in Luke 22.30. So many believe that the 24 thrones represent the 12 tribal patriarchs and the 12 disciples. The bottom line, though, is that John doesn't identify them, so we don't really know. And as I pondered this, I realized that the important thing is not who they are, but whose they are and what it is they do. They lay their crowns before the throne and offer praise to the one who sits on the throne. So in the quiet this morning, I find myself thinking about my own ego, my own penchant for awards and achievement, because I got it too. I want to look good. I want to be a success. I want to be recognized for my hard work and my accomplishments. And yet one of the most simple and profound things about being a follower of Jesus is the fact that he calls me to consciously choose against my ego-centered human nature. He calls me to carry out my faith quietly and personally, not for show. He calls me to worry more about treasure in heaven than awards on earth. He calls me to serve others more than I serve myself. He calls me to humble myself before God and others rather than play some kind of endless psychological and spiritual versions of King of the Mountain. In other words, he asked me to surrender my crown and lay it before the only one worthy. And so I enter another work week this morning. And I don't know who the 24 elders are whom John saw in today's vision of heaven's throne room, but I know whose they are, and I know it is what they did. My goal this week is to do the same. I hope you have a great day wherever this finds you, my friend. Have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow.